Hello there. You have entered another episode of Old Nerd New Tricks. Have you ever wondered why people rave about Dungeons and Dragons? Were you like, it might be fun, but you might have to be that kind of person to play and I don't think I am. Or that game has too many dice and I'm not good at math. I wouldn't like it. I have good news for you. You're most likely wrong about whatever thoughts you've had about D&D. It's all about letting your imagination go and creating a story with other people. If you have fun, then you're not doing it wrong. You're just playing D&D. I am the man nerd and I am accompanied today, like always, by... The old man nerd. My dad. We're teaching him how to play D&D, and it's awesome. We have previously made a character together. We have gone over your character sheet in excruciating detail, and even through some dice. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you gotta backtrack and listen to our other episodes, like right now. Like, I mean, like, stop it and do it right now. All right, now we're past that. Today, we get to jump into our first very short but sweet adventure together we have the honor to be joined by a storyteller a cartographer a self-proclaimed artificer our dm for the night jack what's going on jack hey jack is that me is that am I, that's you am I, i'm uh i'm on i'm on you're on I'm a, uh hey uh <clears throat> so um hello uh yeah, that would yeah. Take yeah. it away. Okay, I'm, it's, it's bring away. us into your imagination. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you guys. That'd be so bad if you guys got up in there. Okay, sorry. I, 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 okay, uh, well, welcome. Um, so first off, to my understanding, Carl, you have very little to no experience with dungeons and or dragons. The only kind of. Uh, d- RPG I've done is uh, is video games. Uh, oh, so perfect! I, I have no experience with the uh, with this form of that D&D. Is okay, yeah, no, that's that's perfectly okay. Um, I am very open to any questions, comments, and concerns you have throughout the game. If you want to try something, just say, "Hey, can I do this?" And I'll let you know either yes, you can. Let's roll for it, or no, you can't. Let's roll for it. Cool. So either way, <laughs> we'll, we'll roll some dice tonight. All right, so let's get right into y'all's story. Um, you guys are a couple of adventurers. You've done a few little odd jobs around town, but recently you've struck up a contract with the local baron to go and clear out a cave or cavern that is full of goblins. They've been robbing, they've been killing, they've been Stealing, which is also robbing, but different. Um, and then they've also, this is the worst one, they've been lying about a lot of things, guys. And it's, it's, Ooh, that's it's number one. Bad. It's number one, really. That's why I saved it for last because yeah. it's the best. So um, you have a few goblins here that you need to get out of. And you guys have made your way through the lowlands and through the hills. And you've done a lot of really deep, introspective talking with each other. It's almost like your father and son. It's, is pretty crazy how close weird. you guys have gotten. It's, it is That's weird. strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we see uh, at the base of the mountain a small but manageable hole that leads deep into the cave. And we see two figures approaching it. The first one is played by Andrew. Andrew, why don't you go ahead and describe your character for the uh, audience there? Okay, so my character is completely random. 
His name is Fell, and he's a half-elf monk. Okay. My partner, which I don't know his name yet, I, I feel like a son to him for some reason. It's weird. <laughs> you know, we've been talking, really getting to know each other, and it's like, it's like, man, I just look up to this man. Okay, so much knowledge half orc. and wealth and everything. Um, okay, so half orc. Uh, Carl, I guess that will lead us into your character. Uh, please describe your half orc. I, my character's name is Kostonius Shemov. Ooh. My mother was uh, was a half orc. My father was human, so I'm a half or half gray orc. Okay. I uh, I started out my life up in the northern the cold lands up uh, mm-hmm. in Damara. Decided I I want to get away from there and uh, start adventuring. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so. Uh, I, I see you got a little backstory in there that might come in to play in this story here. No, I'm just kidding. It won't. It's just starting. I, I, just I've starting. got a lot more to write there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I understand that. Every time I make a character, I'm like, eh, their parents died when they were young and now they're off adventuring. I don't know. Um, and then you sort of get <laughs> ideas as you go along and you play and you're like, oh, this would be cool if this was the reason he does this and da 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 So. Um, all right, so very little information has really been given to you about this uh, cave or cavern. You do know that there are goblins inside. You do know that it was once inhabited by dwarves at some point. And you do know that there was something strange about those dwarves, but nobody ever, nobody could really pinpoint anything. They're like, they're just a little bit odd. They're a little bit off. So might come into play later. All right, so you guys stand staring at this cavern entrance, the wind blowing across it, creating like a low hum, almost as if it's foreboding you, daring you to enter. What do you do? Okay, I'm going to look at Costonius. Costonius, uh, you're pretty good at reading the, the, you know, the steps in the, in the what, the dirt? Did they go this way? I would say that they did. I, I think we better go in there and see what's going on. All right, uh, I believe you should take a uh, closer look. Yeah, so uh, Estonia, Estonius, is that it? Costonius, uh, okay. I'm going to mix that up all night, so can't wait. Um, why don't you go ahead and roll me an investigation check? You'll take a d20. And that's, the, uh, that's the one with the most sides, right? Yes, it's the only one with the 20 on it. And so you'll roll that, and you'll add your investigation and that's under your D, on your D&D character sheet. Um, let me see. That's going to be under skills. Skills, yeah, correct. I, yeah. I, I see yep. it. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. And the, the uh, number that's on top is the one I want to, the number that's on top. So whatever's facing up, that's what you will um, add to your investigation. Or it's insight, I guess. No, 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 it is investigation. Sorry. Uh, your investigation plus so it says investigation and then plus something add that to okay. the number that's facing up okay it's it's an 18 minus minus one on insight okay so 17 then total 17 that's still really good that was a really good roll um so you scour the dirt in front of you and maybe the small blades of grass looking at every stone that might have been turned and you know from the number of footprints and they're going in and out, so you know that they're traveling from this cave and back to this cave. You can sort of tell there's between seven to 12 creatures that have gone in here, and they're bipedal creatures too. You can pick that out as well. 
Well, what what do you see there, Custonius? I I would say there's quite a few uh, gnomes going in and out here. I I think they've set up housekeeping. <laughs> housekeeping? <laughs> yes. You think they have hot towels? <laughs> I would. I I don't know, but it it, it doesn't smell like supper is going to be very good. <laughs> I believe we should go in. Now, uh, as I always say, uh, biggest oafs first, so go ahead. Okay, here we go. All right. Um, as you guys approach um, Castonius, you begin to make your way through the entrance of the cave. You can feel the temperature drop as you leave almost instantly as you leave the outside world. And as you're moving through, let me see. Uh, what is... I have to pull something up. Real quick, of course, I'm not prepared. Why would I be? What is your passive perception? Um, and that's going to be, Andrea, I'll let you tell them where it's going to be. Okay, so that's going to be on the left-hand side, right under saving throws, under senses. And it's going to say passive perception, passive investigation, passive insight. Okay, so passive perception is a nine. The nine, okay. As you make your way into the cave um, with Fel following close behind you, you feel a slight pressure against your ankle and you hear the snapping of a wire. And I'm going to need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Just him or both of us? Just him. Okay. So you know where saving throws are, right above senses. Okay, so uh, I was using the dice, but uh, let's see. Yeah, and with D and D Beyond, if you have that, you can. Click yeah, I've on got that. it open. Okay, oh, so dexterity. Mm -hmm. Hey, I rolled a twelve. A twelve. Oh, very close. Okay, so at the sound of the wire snapping, your senses sort of ping like Spider-Man's, and you sense these <laughs> daggers flying at you from the sides of the walls to your left. You quickly. Do you have a shield? No. Oh. Okay, you quickly raise your left arm and they embed tunk, 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 in your leather bracer or whatever armor you have. They embed in your bracer. Now they've hit your armor. However, they did not damage you. Estonius, are you okay? Oh, uh, just a flesh wound. No problem. <laughs> I don't see blood. Is it a f real flesh? No, my leather flesh. <laughs> ah, I see. Well, maybe we should uh, keep an eye out for traps. I'll go ahead. I, I can... I can uh, see in the dark a little bit. And and you're a smaller target. I am smaller. <laughs> Anything smaller than you. <laughs> so uh, my leather flesh is definitely going to be weird to take out of context. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do that. Especially since he's so old. It's yeah. kind of true. <laughs> oh, 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 the digs are starting already. All right, there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome um, okay, to so our relationship. I can't wait. It's very exciting. Um, so you guys press forward with Fell leading the way. And you come into sort of a, a clearing. To your right is a just piles of like clothing. And to your left, there is a hallway um, that sort of it's it's it opens a little bit and then seems to close off as it goes deeper. It doesn't necessarily keep shrinking, but it does close off a little bit. To your right is a tunnel that moves out. And up ahead, you guys actually see three goblins 
sitting around a burnt out campfire and they're all sort of snacking on something. You don't know what. I'm going to try to move up stealthily so they don't see me so I can see what they're chomping on. Okay, roll me a stealth check. Okay, so that's 11 plus 4, 15. Okay, 15. Okay, they do not hear you sneaking up on them. Um, You can see as you move a little bit closer, um, there's some very, very broken is sort of a lame way to say it, but they're like broken furnishings about. There's chairs that are overturned uh, that seem to have been left there for a long time. There's some silverware, there's plates and stuff like that, all sort of scattered about. There's even like an old rug. Um, As you get closer, you can get just a little, a little scent of fish, raw fish floating through the air. Okay. All right. I'm going to go move back to Costonius. I believe they're just eating fish. I thought it was going to be like a a person or something, (laughs) but it's just fish. Well, perhaps we should, uh, perhaps we should get a little closer and see if they they're willing to talk to us. Okay, well, we can definitely do that, but I'm going to have my swords out just in case. And I'm ready with my hammers. All right. Okay. So we're going to move up. Are you guys going to try and sneak your way close? Or are you guys just going to oh, yeah. openly oh, yeah. just sort of walk We're up? sneaking. Okay. I need both of you to roll me, re-roll me a stealth check. Andrew, you used yours moving forward and back. So with him, yes. you guys are both going to need to roll stealth checks. Got it. Oh, no. <laughs> 17 plus 4, 21. Okay, you're very well hidden. Carl? I'm 4. <laughs> okay, so... What can um, I say? I'm I'm large. Yeah, very clearly. Um, okay, so, uh, Fel, you deftly make your way forward, watching every stone, every twig that might be in this cave. You don't even disturb a single speck of dust. And then you hear from behind you, clomp, 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 clomp. <laughs> as Castonius makes his way, alerting the three goblins, they quickly whip out their scimitars at the ready and start shrieking, and they charge in at you. Let's roll initiative. Ah, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when you roll, you're going to roll a d20, and you have that initiative modifier up there. I believe yours was zero, right? It was right next to your armor class to the right of the skills box oh, up at the top. Yeah, it's it's definitely zero. So let's okay, see. so you just roll a, a general d20. 16. 18 okay. for me. 16 for you, 18 for you. I'm going to get out my little notebook. Do, 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 look at all this shit in the notebook. Oh, do, 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 and they got me. Something or another. Roll my purple ones. So I can kick y'all's ass. Oh, not the purple ones. Oh yes, the purple ones, son. Okay. You crit with those. <laughs> I crit with I crit with the elven dice you got me, the glow in the dark ones. Okay, Fell, you are first. You have three goblins charging straight at you. They've got scimitars out and they're screaming. <laughs> they're probably about ten feet away from you. Got it. So I'm gonna. I'm just going to. Uh, say back to Costonius without losing con- eye contact with those goblins. Okay. Well, I'll start with the uh, with the one on the left, and then maybe you could take out the other two, or like sit on them or something. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> so I'm going to start out with one short sword attack to the one on the left. Okay, go ahead and swing it for me. 
Okay, so that's a four plus four, eight. Eight. Eight is not going to do it. You swing your sword, and he pulls up his shield just really quick, and blocks it from you. All right, I'm going to use a bonus action with two-weapon fighting to hit him again with the short sword. Do it, man. Crush him. That's a ten. Uh, 10's also not gonna do it. No, oh, man. This is a fast goblin. You're like, ping, ping, and he's just like blocking with his shield. Now you've pissed him off. All right, uh, that was action, bonus action, movement. Castonius, it is your turn. Okay, I'm waiting for the two to get close enough to me. Uh, when they get to approximately five feet, I, uh, I hit them with my, I have two war hammers. I hit hit each one of them with my warhammer on top of the head. Okay, um, so with that, I think you'd need the bonus action. With um, I have two weapon fighting. I just wanted to clarify. Awesome. So why don't you roll me an attack with one warhammer on one of them? Okay, uh, ten. Oh no, ten's not gonna do it. You bring your warhammer down, and he just barely. Sh- just knocks it away with his scimitar. All right, and so did you want to take another swing at that first one, or did you want to go ahead and try to move to the second one? Uh, okay, so I I, uh, I quickly bound to my right and go after the other one with my warhammer. All right. And that's an 11. An 11 will not do it. <laughs> Oh, man. This is, not, <laughs> this is, not this is a bad fight. All right, another Warhammer strike comes down, and this goblin <laughs> takes the brunt of it and uh, just manages to knock it away, and they're breathing heavy, but they're ready for you. So uh, the first goblin that is in front of Fell is going to take a swipe at him. And what does he have to hit? Goblins are really tough. No freaking way, dude. Uh, does a 19 hit you? Absolutely. Okay, let me roll a d6 for damage here. Uh, you're gonna take five damage. All right, I'm gonna die pretty quick. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Ow. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then the other two are going to take swings at um, Castonius. Okay. All right. See, that one's better for you. <laughs> that was a. That one is a ten. Does a ten beat your armor class? My armor class is 16. All right, it's not going to beat it. All right, the second goblin's also going to attack you. He got, what is it? I just had it. Okay, he got a 12, so that's a no-go as well. Okay, so they both, they come at you, but you block with your warhammer doing double crosses. All right, next up is Fell, your turn. So I'm going to use this action to disengage so I don't get an opportunity attack from them. I had a question for you real quick. Did you have a reaction that you could have used? I do not. Okay. I think I've only made monk characters that are like level 10 or higher. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you get the good stuff until level four. Uh, Yeah, probably. Okay, so I'm gonna just disengage and I'm gonna move back about, uh, I'm gonna move back 30 feet. Okay, that would put you pretty, like halfway down the initial tunnel that you came down. Yeah, so I can see up to 60 feet, so I'm going to move back 30 feet and then ready my darts. Okay, darts at the ready. Next up is Castonius. You've got two goblins in front of you. Your friend's running away. (laughs) 
I do have the option of crossbow. Uh, would it be advisable to back up as well and and go after them that way? Well, um, I'll give you what would happen. You would either have to use your action, which is the same thing that you use, you use to attack, to disengage, which means you would not get an attack this turn, and then you would have to ready your crossbow, which is essentially a bonus action. So that would use up your whole turn. Now, you're up front, you're an upfront uh, character, like a fighter would be in the middle of everything. You have a very high AC. Um, they would have to roll pretty high to be able to actually beat it. I, I'm not going to say what you, I think you should do, but you do have your Warhammer still, and these guys aren't super tough. Okay. We've just been getting some low rolls, so that's sort of your options there. I've got, uh, okay, I will, uh, I will uh, since they're right in front of me, mm -hmm. I'm going to go uh, go after the, the, uh, the first one that hit me. And okay. uh, I'm take a swing at his head. All right, bring it down. Put the hammer down. Seventeen. Okay, seventeen will hit. Let's roll some All damage. Right. Okay, so it's gonna say that right to the right of your warhammer. It's gonna say what the damage is. Oh, you know, I was using the I was using the actual dice. Yes. Yeah, so it'll tell you what to roll. So, like, for me, on my short sword, to the right of the modifier, right next to short sword, it says plus four, and then to the right of that, under damage, it says 1d6 plus two. Oh, I, I okay. Uh, it, this one says 1d8 plus two. All right. Roll 1d8, and then add two to it. That's the one that looks like two pyramids are butt to butt. Butt to butt, yeah. Well, I I'm using <laughs> the one on the, on the... Oh yeah, D and D Beyond. No. Yeah, that Using works too. Using the fake ones now. Uh, two plus two equals four. Four damage. All right, so you bring your warhammer down right on this dude's. Oh, and you see like this crack split across his skull, and like blood starts dripping out. He's still up, but he's not very excited about being up. He would definitely <laughs> rather be having a little bit of a nap. Okay, and then I've got the option with the other one, correct? Yes, you can either hit the same one you just hit and possibly put him in the ground, or you can start do it dealing damage on the other one. I'm I'm going to I'm going to go after the other one now. Uh same same since I think the uh the first one is going to be a little reluctant to re-engage right away. So uh I take my left hand warhammer and bring that down straight across his chest. Ooh, chesticle hit. All right, roll me some, roll me an attack. Let me know what you get. 11. 11 is not going to do it. So you bring your hammer down across. You do this great horizontal swing. And right when it gets close to his chest, he sort of grabs it and takes the brunt of it into his hands. So it doesn't damage him. Um, he's getting a little woozy, though. Um, all right, goblin's turn. So the goblin that was going after Fell sees him run away and decides that he wants a little piece of this guy who's starting to swing hammers around. So he's going to take a swing at you. Okay, and he got a 15, which will not hit. Ooh, that was lucky, dude, because that did nice. hit. Nice. Nice. Okay, um, the one that you just cracked on the dome, he is not very excited. <laughs> about what is going on. 
So he's going to turn. He's actually going to, uh, yeah, you know what? He is, he's going to take the disengage as a bonus action, which is one of his feats over here, and he's going to run away. So you see him sort of uh, freak out and run back towards a tunnel you see leading deeper into the cavern. Um, and with that, we'll have the third one take a swing at you. You're so hard to hit. That's a 14. Okay. Yeah, I got an 11 and 10. Hmm. Okay. Oh, well, nice. I wasn't using my purple dice. This one's going to dice jail. Um, okay. Now it is Fell's turn. You have readied your your uh, darts, and you've got two goblins that are still up on your uh, innate fog- father figure here. Okay. So now I'm going to move up 10 feet. So I'm within a 20-foot range. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go for... I'm going to start with the one to Custonius's left. Okay. And I'm going to shoot a dart. Okay, fling it. All right, so that's a natural 20 plus 4. Ooh, so you're going to get critical damage because you rolled a natural 20. And you are definitely going to hit him. Okay, so what that means is I get to double my damage since I got a natural 20. A perfect roll. Nice. All right. Yeah. All right, so let's roll some damage. Damage. Okay, seven. So a total of 14 damage. All right, so you go. And these darts fly, hovering through the air. We cut. We get a great, like, cut shot of them just sort of hovering through the air, and you've got, like, the anime lines going by them. And they fly <laughs> straight towards the goblin, and they pierce his upper right arm, his shoulder, his neck, his cheek, and his temple, and he just drops, boom, right to the ground. Dead. Very nice. Well done. All right. All right, so that's one. The other one ran off. And then there's a third one who, he's starting to look a little shaky. He's starting to look a little nervous. But as of now, it is Castonius's turn. Okay, uh, I do have the option of unarmed strike. That do more damage than, uh, say, going with the warhammers again. The way to figure that out is you'll have, you know, your your weapon, your melee weapon there, and then you'll have underneath it. So it should say like hammer, melee weapon. Underneath it, hammer, melee weapon, and then underneath that, it should say unarmed strike, melee attack. If you go over to damage which will be for your hammer, a 1d8 plus 2. And then you go below that, and then you go below that. It should say bludgeoning 1. Uh, on on this, it says 3. 3. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm looking at one of my characters. So, um, so that's basically if you hit with that attack, um, it'll do 3 damage no matter what. So with your hammer... You will definitely do three damage no matter what, but you have a greater chance of doing a lot more damage. Okay. Yeah, you'll do three damage because you're doing D8 plus two. The lowest you can roll on a D8 is a one. You'll always get the plus two, so that'd be three from your hammer. Okay, then uh, I'll go with the Warhammers. Uh, All right, bring both of them down on this gavo. I'm going to... I'm going to... uh... Go from the top again. Just just try and flatten him out like a pancake. All right. Uh, roll, me, uh, roll me a d20 and add your... Or just click on the thing. Either one. I got a natural 20. 
Hey, oh. no way. There you go. All right. So what you'll want to do is you will roll your damage dice. You can do it by clicking on the, the one D8 plus two. two. Yep. Or you okay. can roll it yourself if you'd like to. Uh, two plus two. Two plus two. All right. That's four again. So you bring your Warhammer down and you punch him on the head. Now, since it was a 20, that means you get a you get critical damage, which means you just double whatever uh, damage roll you did. So you got four, you double it, it would be eight. So you bring your Warhammer down and you're like, ah, that didn't hit that hard. But then you see that he's got sort of that Looney Tunes cartoon head <laughs> going on that's just like got the shape of the hammer in it and you lift it up and he like sort of stumbles around for a little bit and you just see all of this like Andrew, what's the rating on this podcast? Oh, it's explicit. Excellent. So there's just like brain matter and blood just oozing down his face. And he like goes over to you and he's like swiping his arm sort of haphazardly and he stumbles around and falls over dead. And so now since the all the enemies within sight of you are dead or gone, we're going to bring you guys out of initiative. And from there, that means you can act however you would like. You don't have to wait for your turn. So two dead goblins, one ran off that was kind of wounded and was bleeding. And you guys are standing in the middle of, you could call it a den slash kitchen. There's buckets of fish sort of against the wall to the back. Or sorry, you guys aren't standing there. You're sort of middle of it. But you can see fish at the back with like some tables and like some rusty silverware and stuff. What would you guys like to do from here? I'd like to look around for some uh, cooked fish. Okay. Um, So roll me an investigation. 13. 13. So you're able to find all of the fish in the immediate area. None of them have been cooked. The ones that they were eating were raw. Oh, gross. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I'm going to look over at Costonius. Well, uh... I believe I need to rest for for a little bit. I know that it's pretty soon we just got here, but I might die if I get hit again. I agree. I'd like to just hang out. Can you uh, keep watch? I will be happy to. All right, I'd like to do a short rest. So you guys rest for about an hour. This gives um, Fell plenty of time to patch up his wounds, to recollect his darts, to grab a couple of rations. And so if you want, you can click short rest on your D&D Beyond sheet. And basically, it's at least one hour during which a character does nothing more strenuous than eating, drinking, reading, and tending to wounds. So yeah, you're able to use your hit die during this time. You have a certain number of hit die, and that'll allow you to regain your hit points. However, since you didn't take any damage, Castonius, really the only one who needs to do this is Fell. So I I can just unclick my short rest. Yeah, you can just click short rest and click take short rest if you want. It won't really reset anything for you. So I'm not going to use it. And I'm going to roll my my 1d8 plus 1, see how much hit points I get back. Okay, cool. All right, so I get a 9, so I'm going to be back up to full. Hey, perfect. There you go. All right, after your short rest, um, you guys have sort of been keeping an eye out. Castonius, you've heard like some skittering in the cave, 
you know, a lot deeper in, but you're not entirely sure like where it's coming from. Everything seems to be echoing all over the place. So you've heard some light skittering and some movement, but no voices and you haven't seen anything either. What would you guys like to do next? Just to remind you, you are standing in the middle of a den slash kitchen. From where you entered, there's a tunnel to the left, there's a tunnel to the right, and from the room you're standing in, there is a tunnel to the upper right. Well, uh, Costonius, would you like to backtrack a little bit or try to go after that guy that ran away like a baby? Why don't we investigate that tunnel that he ran down? All right. So I'd like to move up to the tunnel and take a look. My passive perception is 12, and I've got dark vision up to 60 feet. Um, as you move into this tunnel, it gets fairly tight. Um, so Castonius might have a little bit of a problem squeezing through, but nothing major. But you get up into this tunnel and you look and it opens into this uh, larger cavern. And you can see the back wall of this cave. But between you and the back wall, there's like a series of brass pipes that are just sort of running crisscross all over the place. There's some going into the ceiling, some coming out taking a sharp right there's some that are like huge coming out of the wall and so you can't really see all the way to the back wall even with your dark vision just because of the pipes but you can tell the back wall's probably like 30 feet away um, but you see all of these pipes just sort of crisscrossing costonius going to sneak over there a little bit and see what's going on i like to sneak through the pipes and take a look okay are you just sort of headed to the back wall yes um i will let you know this this cavern opens and it curves to the left and it curves to the right sort of more tunnels that seem to be connected to the rest of the cave system so as you're moving through could you roll me an investigation check okay i guess a perception check roll me a perception check okay so perception is gonna be better thank you 14. (laughs) okay 14. um you're moving through and you're listening very very carefully and you're not really hearing anything but you cannot sort of get a, a a hearing of like water sort of barely trickling through these pipes maybe like some steam or air coming through them but what you do smell is blood do i smell the direction or it's just permeating the air as you're getting you can sort of what did you get on your investigation or your perception 14. okay um so you can smell the blood roll me an investigation to see where you can sort of pinpoint that 17. 17. Okay, so using this, you can follow the scent of the blood. You can sort of get it, feel it getting stronger or weaker, depending on where you're going. And you follow the trail of blood and come upon the goblin. He is crouched down behind a pipe and he's looking around and he sees you and he just freezes and he's just staring up at you. And you can see like there's blood trickling off of him, creating a small pool around his feet. And he's like crouched down. He's just staring up at you with like a scimitar. I'm going to talk back to Costonius as loud as I need to to reach him, which is probably pretty loud at this point. Costonius, I believe you can uh, talk now just like you wanted to. Okay, so I'm going to approach approach him and uh, what are you doing, sir? Why did you uh, attack us? Uh, you, um, you scared us. And we were sorry. Um, we just we were trying to just have a meal, and you came into our cave, and you scared us. Everybody's trying to always destroy us and kill us. No, I'm so sorry. Please, no. Please, no. And he's just, like, cowering. He drops his scimitar. He's, like, cowering there. Well, I believe 
you, uh, you've been attacking towns and, you know, killing people and stealing stuff. And then also robbing, which is totally different. It, it, it actually is, yes. Stealing and robbing are totally different. Stealing requires no person to be there, whereas robbing, you must take from an individual that has it on their person. It's really a very, very fine line, and you know what? I I think you. I, res, I, I respect that you understand the difference. It's very nice, because but it, it wasn't us. It wasn't us. We we didn't we didn't do any of that. No, it wasn't it wasn't us. No, we we just get blamed for all this because we're such an easy target. Because everybody hates goblins. We were just sitting here with our fish. Look around. There's no freaking stuff here, man. Like, what did we steal the fish from the river? We'll, I'll give them back. They're dead, but I'll give them back. Please don't hit me again. No promises. Oh. Astonius, what do you think? You think he's lying? Can you look into his soul and see if he's lying? <laughs> so, Castonius, um, what Andrew's sort of, or what Fel is sort of getting at here is, um, I'll have you roll an insight check. And this allows you to gauge what a person is, how, how truthful a person's being, what their intentions are, uh, up to a certain extent. Um, so if you want, go ahead and roll me an insight check. Either, either click it on the sheet or roll a d20 and add. Ooh. I got a 19 plus one, or no, okay. minus ah, one. So, it's so, an 18. Oh, it's an 18. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you almost got a dirty 20. So basically, um, you can tell this guy is, he's got ragged clothes on. He's, you know, got some shorts, maybe, that are like torn up. He does have some armor that at one point was fairly nice. But at this point, it's just rusty and, and just barely hanging on to anything. And looking closer, you can tell that there isn't any lie in his voice. You know, he's scared and there's no lie in his voice. Well, well, sir, uh, what I would like you to do is to call your compatriots and uh, we want to talk to them. Um, well, you see, um, I don't have any compatriots left that two that you killed were the last of our clan. Um, can I show you something, please? Yes? Go ahead. We will watch. Okay. And he, he rips a piece of cloth off and he sort of bandages his head and he says, um, if, if you don't mind, and he does like this super scared like side shuffle, like between you guys, he's like, um, this way please. And he like scutters off. Alright, I'm gonna follow him. He leads you back through the cave. You guys go through the pipes into the little den area and he takes you to the tunnel to the left or no sorry uh, the tunnel to the right if you're coming in it's the tunnel to the right and you go around this wall and into this room and in this room is a large dwarven table that's been cracked in half there's several dwarven chairs like stone chairs that have been smashed. Looking around, there's like vials and books, and this place has just been absolutely destroyed. Like, it looks at one point like it might have been some sort of laboratory. The goblin turns to you and he goes, This, this is, is, is what the, 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 the dwarves were, were doing. Um, well, this is what we found when we came here. Um, we also found one other thing. Um, do you mind following me just a little bit further? I'm going to follow him, but I'm going to have my short swords ready. As, as you sort of ready them, he's like, oh, God, and like, runs up this way. And he like scurries really quickly and he leads you to the left <laughs> tunnel. And I am following with my war hammers at the ready. Oh, 
no, please, God, no. The goblin of God, no, please. Um, Don't worry. We're just being cautious. Ah, Who's cautious? Anyways, um, he leads you into the left tunnel, and you come upon these iron bars from floor to ceiling. They're like 10 feet high. They're like maybe six inches thick, and they are broken. And looking at them, you can tell that they are broken from the inside out. And he looks up at you too, and he says, something was in here, um, and it got free, and it killed the dwarves, and it killed my compatriots, and we three were the only ones left. And we came back, and everybody was gone. Their bodies gone. Just blood trails into the walls. I, I, I'm not sure what happened, but there is one more room. I could show you. It's getting weird. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Let's see it. Uh, okay. And he leads you further into the tunnel. You see a long tunnel headed. It's to the right of you if you guys are following the left tunnel. And you walk up and there's like this bearskin rug that was really nice at one point. And there's three beds in there that are all disheveled. And there is a chest at the foot of one of the beds that seems for some reason completely unscathed. Like, it has dust and weathered look to it, but it doesn't look like it was attacked or attempted to be destroyed or anything like that. It looks like it was completely ignored. And the goblin looks at you and he says, This is the room that we stayed in before we realized what was in here. And we left to go find a new place to live. And my compatriots wanted to come back and get the chest and came back after them later. We've not seen them since, just... And he points around and you see like these trails of blood leading across the room from certain points that have like large splotches and they just go like into the walls, like to the base of the wall. And there's like four or five of them. Just There's words on the treasure chest, a riddle, but I'm not smart enough to solve. All right. I'd like to read it. Okay. So you look, you go over to the treasure chest. Dude, I'm doing like this posture for this goblin every time I use his voice. And it's just fucking <laughs> killing my back. <laughs> I can okay. see him. I can see him in my I'm like mind. all hunched over like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you look at this inscription on the top of the chest and you can see a line. Uh, there's a box around the inscription, like it's been carved in. And there's a box around it that's been carved in and a single line going to a lock with no keyhole. Um, And the words say, This old one runs forever, but never moves at all. He has not lungs nor throat, but still a mighty roaring call. What is it? Or who is he, rather? Let me get a piece of paper. Okay. (laughs) You want me to just send it to you? Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll say it again for the listeners out there. This old one runs forever, but never moves at all. He has not lungs nor throat, but still a mighty roaring call. Who is he? So I sent that to you, Costonius, too. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm so bad with riddles. Is there a river running through this uh, cave? Um, Not that you can tell. You guys have pretty much been all over the cave. Um, It's fairly damp, but there's not a river running through it. But I'll I'll say this, you're close. Perhaps it's uh, the pipes. There's a trap. If they try and open, if we try to open the trunk, that may trigger the water in the pipes. 
I'm not good with smart stuff, so I'd like to just look at the walls a bit. I'd like to look around at the walls and see if there's any indication that water can come in here from any pipes or anything. Um, okay, roll me an investigation check. Okay, so that's a critical fail. Okay. <laughs> you know that you're in a cave. You know that there's a box in front of you. You get a little bit of, of moss in your eye. <laughs> you can't see anything. So I look at Costonius and go, uh... Let, let me, uh, let me take a look at the walls. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, an investigation check, if you please. Uh, a three. Plus minus one equals two. Oh, dear. <laughs> so you also know that you're in a cave. However, you know that you're in a cave under a mountain. But you already knew that going in. So, um, no, you you look around and you don't really see anything. The goblin sort of looks and he's like, oh, well, um, you know, I, I can't read. What does, it, what does it say? Well, it says this old one runs forever, but never moves at all. He has no lungs nor throat, but still a mighty roaring call. What is he? And I'm thinking maybe a waterfall, but that's all I got. As you say that, the little square around the puzzle glows and the line shoots straight down to where a lock should be and you see it pop out. He says, oh, a waterfall. Yes, of course. Old man running. Yes, falling. Yeah, roar. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yay, I'm a, I'm a goblin. And uh, you see it sort of crack open like an inch and there's like a very slight of dust that like kicks out from it. Not, not like poisonous dust. It's not poisonous dust. <laughs> it's just regular <laughs> Gotta dust. Gotta clarify. I'm letting you know as the DM to the player, it's just regular dust. <laughs> I'd like to check for traps at this point just because. Sure, yeah. Uh, roll me an investigation check. That's a nine. A nine. So you sort of like peer over it. And you sort of glance around and, and you don't see any traps. All right. Well, I don't see any traps. I think I'm gonna grab it. I'm gonna go for it and see what what's going on with that chest, that the part that popped out. Wait, Phil. Okay. I, I I've got the armor. Let me try. All right. I put my hand out and then pull it back. I believe you you're correct on that. Estonius, you uh, grab the top of the lid and you flip it open. Um, inside is um, scattering of like papers and documents, and on the top there is a scroll with a wax seal on it. What do you got there? Uh, I can't read it. Can you read it, Val? Yeah, let me give it a try. I'd like to open up the scroll. Okay. You pull the scroll up and you break the seal. Actually, I'm sorry. The seal was already broken, but it was still rolled up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yes. So you open up the scroll and on it, it says, To the Master Dwarven Alchemist, Finger. No, not Fanger. Let's just call him Arthur. <laughs> Dear Master Alchemist Arthur, Dwarven Alchemist Arthur, it is with great pride and pleasure that I hear the experiment is going accordingly. Please continue doing the research. The king will be very happy to find that his new soldiers are as strong as you say they are. We'll be by in a few months to do an inspection. Other than that, you understand you have free reign. Keep me posted. Yours truly, Baron Von Lieg. This is the name of the Baron that sent you on this mission. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Just FYI. Well, 
I believe we've been, uh, we've been had. This is from the Baron that sent us here. I would agree with you, my friend. Well, since we only have, uh, us and the Goblin, would you like to, uh, go kill this Baron with us? He sent us here to kill you for some reason. Um, uh, uh, do I have to? Yes. Then my answer is yes. <laughs> Outro music, fade to black. Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Our first adventure in mystery. There you go. That's great. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Well done. You're you are a great storyteller. I know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. I, appreciate I, I was I was ready in the oh he's modest part, but I don't need to say that. No, 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 no. no. He's not modest. No, 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 no. I'm well aware of where my my uh, yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, we've had our first adventure, and any uh, any notes here, Carl, the uh, old man nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Just that I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to have to get more comfortable being in character. Oh, and that just takes playing. Like for me, I was, I really had a hard time just jumping in and I played with people that played before. So I was kind of like, you know, awkwardly jumping in. So I know how that is. Well, that and just knowing all these different uh, actions, uh, that that's going to take some homework. Yeah, not even homework, just playing to and listening to other people, how they play, what they do, what the DM says, that really helps a lot. Well, it was fun. Thank you for showing me this game. Well, thank you, Jack. And uh, yeah. we're going to do a real one shot next on this show. <laughs> Probably be a couple hours long and you'll either you'll have to be a player and I'll DM it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Player. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'll get a couple more players, and there we'll have go. some fun. Oh, yeah. And, and no we can have fun uh, confusing the hell out of you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. You see it. You see a young girl, and she's very clearly been been attacked, and she's looking for somebody to help her. Screw that. Let's go open a bar, guys. Come on. Let's go We're gonna look for some real estate. We go real estate shopping for two to three hours. She was the monster, guys. Come on. I gave it to you. <laughs> I, 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 I've seen a nice single family cave down the road. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, you guys never asked the goblin his name, but it was Boblin, so... Boblin? That's, Boblin. that's perfect. Yeah, I, still love I feel really bad for killing his friend. Yeah, me Are too. I, I, I smashed the hell out of him. <laughs> I got a dart right in his jugular. Oh god. That was bad. Oh man. All right. Well, uh to feeling bad about killing goblins and learning that the baron that sent you to this cave is kind of an ass and he's got to be taken out. Yes. So, till the next story, everyone. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye.